Blog Talk Radio. anybody excuse me other than you Sean tissue can't hear you 
Tony, are you there? Yeah, I can hear you. I can't hear can your you wife. Hear yeah, we can hear you. She's not. I'm not. I'm not at the. Um, let me. Oh, you're not home. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me. Um. Hold on. Well, just welcome everybody that's tuned in to Be Lifestyle Radio. This is episode 18, and uh, tonight's special guest for Letitia Dorsey McGaha is Tammy Harper. Um, Letitia is having some technical difficulties getting in, so we're gonna we're gonna jump into a couple songs for you guys until. She gets over here with us. And hello, uh, Antonio McGahai. The light skinned man is back. And Miss Miss Missouri, uh, again, uh, welcome. Hey, Anto- hey. Antonio, man, um, you know, 31 days in the 2024, 20, man. How, how do you feel about what's going on right now, you know, with 2024? Um, I- I feel excellent, man. I'm, um, you know, I just, uh, I'm excited about what's to come, some, some positive things happening, you know what I mean? I know there are more positive things on the way, but I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm open and just, you know, ready for, for all the good that, that's, uh, you know, that's headed all of our way, man. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, hey, man, not to mention, not to mention, uh, Tish and I will be celebrating our one year anniversary on Friday. So, um, I got the perfect song for y'all. We'll be right back. <laughs> Here we go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Here we go. That's the plan.
That's a little something for you, man, for Friday night. <laughs> I appreciate that. Appreciate that. That was perfect. <laughs> yeah, man, and, and congratulations, man. To man, it seems like thank you, thank you. It seems like you to the way you guys interact with each other, man, and and up and you know how you know you see you guys on social media and stuff, man. It seems like you guys have been married longer than that, man. But congratulations well, to we, y'all, uh, man. We we haven't been married, but we've been knowing each other for a long time. So what you you know, yeah, what you see is is an authentic and real friendship, man. So absolutely. That's what I'm talking about, man. Uh, same question I asked uh, uh, Antonio, Mr. Zorik, 31 days into 2024. How do you feel? Where's she go at? I guess they're just a men on the night. Where's she go? <laughs> the women have dropped off. The women having problem issues. <laughs> they have issues at night. Yeah. Issues tonight. I don't know what's going on. Miss Missouri, she was there and she's gone. Wow. Man, um, have have you noticed that, you know, um, some people is still bringing that negative, uh, energy from you know from twenty twenty three over here. You know, they're the same. I call it a Negro mentality, you know, back. Yeah. Yeah. Have you you noticed that and picked up on that? I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like completely honest with you, man. I'm I'm really trying to discipline myself. Um, not even trying. Let me take that away. I'm I'm disciplining disciplining myself now to really try uh, to stay away from all of that foolishness, whether it be mm-hmm. on social media. Personally, man, I'm just like my intention and my focus every day when I wake up now is, and my prayer, like I don't want to engage in it, you know, because I, I was sharing with me and Fish talk a lot, man, and, and we found ourselves like a lot of the conversations that we've had, you know, talking about various things and situations like that is like, man, we we stepping outside of ourselves and looking like, man, that that that's a lot of overly negative stuff that we kind of or have been focusing on to a certain degree. So you mm-hmm. kind of wonder to a degree, like, when you get, well, it's not really the wonder, but when you get a lot of that stuff presently, it's like that's what you're focusing on. So mm-hmm. I'm like, mentally and just personally and otherwise, man, it just we just we just really trying to focus on all things positive. You know what I mean? Because um, yeah. I'm definitely one, I see something on social media and I can get completely uh, engulfed in, in whatever it may be negative, and then you know it's consumed half of my day. So I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just really like if it's something visually, um, audibly or whatever. I'm just I'm trying to just stay away from it, man, because I I just I'm 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 tired of uh you know I guess for lack of a better term you know manifesting a lot of that foolishness, man. So I'm just just trying to not even get my attention to it for lack of a better term. I really am. Yeah, but I I know what you're talking about. I'm clear. I do I do I see it. I just I'm just trying to get not give it my attention, so I, I know exactly what you're talking. And and and, and you know, and Mrs. Nazori's back. Welcome back, Mrs. Nazori. Thank you. Sorry, technical and, difficulties. Right, and, and I just want to say this, and, and I'm gonna ask uh, Nazori the same question, Antonio. To me, mm-hmm. it's 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 like it's like some people that's in your circle, they drain mm-hmm. you with the same reacts mm-hmm. day in and day oh, out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's yeah. like. It's like 
when you're trying to get away from it, it still it still follows you. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. And then and then yeah. as like someone like myself, I'm the type that's gonna pick the phone up and tell you, you know, right. listen, man. Right. You know, I'm the type of cat. I don't drag. I don't like dragging. I don't like dragging my feet, and I don't like nobody else dragging their feet. Either you can right. do it, or you can't do it. If you if you can't do it, just say you can't do it. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's no harm. You can find somebody else that can do it. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. wait till. Yeah. You know. You know, like I had a conversation there. I'm not gonna say the person's name, but you know what I'm saying. Okay. You've been knowing that you got something coming up a whole month ago. But then mm-hmm. you're gonna wait till two days before it's time for you to come on the show and say, "Oh, this person, did, I can't this do. person, <laughs> I couldn't get up with this person, and I'm waiting for this person." But I said, "Well, bro, you had a whole you had a whole month. Why yeah. why y'all wait? I don't understand why y'all wait till the last minute yeah. and expect yeah. things to get done, and it, it doesn't get that irritates that irritates yeah. me." And then you wonder why you always skipped over. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Procrastination is horrible. Yeah. Uh, Letitia, I, I you with would... us? I think she's still trying to get this head. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead, um, Missouri. You want to say something? Oh yeah. So when you were asking me before, my phone went down. Um. So 2024, you know, I see all the, everything is right in my, in my grasp, right? I see all the opportunities and I just stay as positive as I possibly can. Um, especially when there's naysayers or people really don't want to see me do well. Um, it's one of those things where it just pushes me to go even harder. Um, it pushes me not to be around those people either, or even talk to those people, uh, my mindset right. is just different. I'm just over it at this point. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I wish everybody well, even the ones that don't wish me well, and that's okay because I'm still going to push right. forward. I'm still going to go. Right. I'm still going to do what right. I'm supposed to do, what I am what I am put here to do. I'm still going to do it regardless of anybody until I take my last breath. The, I tell people right. this all the time. The only way you can stop right. me is if you put a bullet in my head. Right. right. That's right. it. So I'm going to keep going. You know, my, now, as time goes on, things may change. People may see me doing different things with different people, and it not may be with what they thought, but I'm still going to be pushing forward right. no matter what. Right. So, yeah, I, I'm just tired of the foolishness. 2023, I'm done. I, I'm done. Like, I need people I can depend on, and I do everything myself. You know, all I ask people right. to do is clap for me when I do good. If you can't clap for me when mm-hmm. I do good, you don't need to be around me. And here's another here's another thing that bothered me this this just this month. Mm-hmm. You know, if if we're a family, you know, everybody we call ourselves a family. We cool with one another, and we we uplift each other. So mm-hmm. if something happens to one of us. You know, and we don't know. Let it make make it known. I shouldn't yeah. have to go to when we have a we have our own private page. I shouldn't have to go to social media and yeah. and be the last to find out about something. You follow? Very true. Does that make sense? Yep. And then you get in your feelings because 
no no one's come to your aid or yes. or or have said anything because I feel that as a disrespect. Well, no, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to give you the praise and stuff that you're looking for because everybody else is giving it giving it to you. If if you're supposed to be tight and supposed to be like a family, whatever you put on social media, it is the same type of time that you did that. You could have put it in in a group with us and let us Absolutely. know what's going Absolutely. on. So, but then yep. you're in your feelings because. Um, no one's kissing your backside. I'm not going to do that. Right. Yeah. I, have, I understand I think, completely. I think, man, like, and I'm sure because you, both of you are, 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 are giving people, it was kind of told to me um, a few days ago, man. And I, like, in 2024, I have to stop trying to be everybody's Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at the end of the day, people are ultimately responsible for, you know, themselves you know what i'm saying now it's okay to to provide assistance it's okay to provide help but at the end of the day the people that are you're providing this assistance they gotta want help and they gotta like want to do for themselves as well and if they don't want it i can release that person of those people with love but i gotta keep moving because they they become dead weight you know what i'm saying and what you're trying to do you can't you can't have dead weight you know what i mean we can't neither neither of us can can afford to have things dragging us down and preventing us from getting to where we're supposed to be getting um any sooner or less you know less sooner than what we you know we're trying or supposed to get there so release those people man you know and release them in love and let them be but you you know you got to keep moving you got to keep moving you got to just cannot operate as a superman you can't can't be can't be can't Yep. Hey, even though I got I got a Superman tattoo on my on my shoulder, boys, <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm saying Clark Kent. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. I ain't I ain't running to nobody's closet or nobody's phone. Well, I ain't no more phone booths no more. But I ain't running no <laughs> more phone booth to 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 change and come help. I, I I'm dead I'm dead serious, man. I see the true colors. From last year to to thirty one days in this year, and I said, mm. "Man, come February, come twelve o'clock midnight, I ain't doing it." I feel it. For Absolutely. The, you know, eleven eleven months. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm right. Doing it. Yep. Doing it. She um. She having still having technical difficulties, uh, Antonio. Yeah, we're working. Uh, yeah, give give us a second. We're working. Hold on, just a second. All right, let's go. Uh, we're gonna play another song. Okay. All right.
Madame Marie's Candle Shop and Botanical Store is now open. Located in the back of Northgate Mall, Pine Street Entrance, 1800 Evangeline Thruway, Suite 613 in Lafayette. Black owned by Roz Marie. Stop by Madame Marie's Candle Shop for sage, oils, lotions, and candles. Plus Yanni Steam, Body Contouring, Foot Detox, and Spiritual Guidance. Open Tuesday through Friday, 11 until 6, and Saturdays 2 until 5. Stop by today. For more info, call 337-258-2354. She wants to be back. To the show? Come out, come out, wherever you are. She's still, still trying to get this, get the uh, headphones to work. She's going to call from the phone, uh, uh, Sean. Okay, no problem. Yeah. So, Antonio, uh, until she gets in here, when's your next show? Um, actually, right now we don't have any anything on the books. We just uh, with the new band, man. We uh, we just been practicing and getting everything right. You know, I'm I'm a stickler for uh, for you know presentation, man, and making sure everything is is hidden once we once right, we, right. You know, once we come out, so we just. We're getting everything right, um, but I'm hoping it won't be that much longer. Uh, yeah, we, we're trying to get it to a few places here. Uh, we've been talking to a few places outside of Georgia as well, because I, I, I don't want to – this year, man, I don't want to stay restricted to just doing stuff in Atlanta. There's a lot mm-hmm. of bands here that frequent the same spots, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of – you know, Atlanta's a very funny city when it comes to music. I'm sure you know. Um, a lot of people know before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we uh I definitely want to stretch out this year. So we we're coming. It's just uh we're just trying to get it right. Trying to get it right. Yeah. Hello, can mm-hmm. y'all hear me? Yeah, black black by popular demand. Uh-huh. Wow, what in the world? Oh my goodness. Hey everyone. Every hey, hello, hello, hello. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I I'm gonna tell you, listen. I never have these problems until I get ready to have an amazing show. Yeah, because I'm, I'm ready because I, I did a little research on the, the lady that's coming on tonight, too, and I found out a lot of stuff about her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's amazing. She's amazing. So uh, we hope this um, these uh, earbuds, because this is so not what um what I like to have, but here we are. We move we keep going on on with the show, right? Absolutely. I was I was listening to you guys um conversation and um about moving out negativity in mm-hmm. in your life. And it's just it's true. You have to go like in everything. You have to go on with the show. Like I don't mm-hmm. even wanna talk about like even at work, everyone, you know, not everyone, let me take that back. People are saying this and that. I don't want to. Right. I don't want to. I, I don't want to spend my time and my energy in the negativity at all. Now, of course, you know, I tell people there's a difference between complaining and venting, right? Yeah. Uh, old school, when you use the pressure cooker, you have to have you have you have to let the steam vent. Right. 
or the blow up. Mm-hmm. But complaining is when you talk about the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and, over and you have no solution and you have right. no intention on having a solution. It. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I, I'm, I'm just, I'm not into that. So, hey, welcome. It is the 31st day. Has this not been the longest month ever? It is. It it is. And then we're going to go to the shortest month ever. Right. February. Black History Month. Tomorrow. Do you guys have any Black History Month? um, Any plans? Anything anything that you usually do that you're going to do next month? Mm-hmm. For me, I just, you know, I bring on, like, uh, you know, the show. I bring, you know, people that, did you know, made a change in music or, you know, authors and stuff like that. You know, that's what I'm planning on doing. You know, each year I do February on the radio. Yeah. Nice. Well, I have, I have some good stuff planned for next month. Um, uh, next Wednesday, I'm going to have... Um, a good friend of mine, Tamara Madison, she is a professor at um, Valencia College in Orlando, Florida, but she is a master poet. I call it a poet laureate myself, but she is an amazing writer. She's a published author, and her her books are, you just haven't read anything like her books. And so she's like black history in the now. And mm. I'm having her on next Wednesday to kick off Black History Month. Um, so that's going to be really super exciting. Nice. Queen Missouri, you have anything going on next month on your no. shows? <laughs> on my and- shows, I mean, just, you know, um, oh, well, for next for next Tuesday, basically just talking about um, – you know, hair care, the scalp, um, alopecia, those types of things. I'm just really diving more into the, you know, just getting us right, basically. So it's, it's so it's fitting I for love Black it. History Month. So absolutely. I love it. I hate that I missed um, yesterday's show. It was a friend of mine's birthday. It's and, okay. Um, she had a little, sh- little in the middle of the week shindig that that I went to. So I, I, I know it was super exciting. Yes, it was a good show last night. <laughs> it was oh, fun. Oh, yeah. You know I showed off. <laughs> it I was know you showed up. Yeah, your shows are, are always really, really good. And informative as well. So I'm always, I'm always loving when I'm on your show. Thank you so much. Yeah, I like to, I learn so much, you know, each week. And I'm the one that's hosting the show, but I learn so much because I have to do so much research. So I enjoy it. Absolutely. Well, we are also, I don't know, midway, not midway. I, I we, have, we a, I have something. I, I'm oh, sorry, Letitia. I have something I want to say to you. I want it, It's something that was on, um, uh, I can't forget the guy's show. Okay, you guys are educators. You know, y'all been doing y'all mm-hmm. thing a long time. Now, what do you do? Now, if you was a principal, if you was a principal of a school, and your school visited another school for a, and I'm I'm not I'm just gonna say well uh, our guest is up so 
our guest is on, so I'm I'm gonna I, I'll wait for another another night to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, okay. So, so okay, say say that you're 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 the um, you're the principal of a high school, and Antonio is the superintendent of the of the of the high school district. He's just the superintendent of the high school that your school schools in the district, and y'all go visit another district, another high school, another superintendent, but they're Caucasian. So your schools maybe say seventy percent. 70% black and you had a black athlete um wrestling a white athlete away it was a it was a way meet but then you had kids in the the school that that uh that visited were making were calling the the wrestler the n-word and making monkey gestures all on social media what? No, real chalk. All on social media, and the only thing that the principal said, and the and the superintendent said at this school, they never even said that um, we're going to investigate these mm-hmm. kids or expel, you know, find out who was behind it. It's all on social media, so you can't find, you know, look that far. You know what I'm saying? It's right there on mm-hmm. social media. And the only thing that this the white principal and the white superintendent said was um the same thing we 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 protect our school system we make sure that everybody's safe that's bullying yes that's, it ra- is. that's racism yes it is they never admit they uh, never yeah, admit that or never even said is. that they were sorry how would how would you guys react wow I mean y'all been in the system I mean, it's, I mean, when you really look at, like, you have to be honest where we are. What did um, Kendrick say? This is America, America. Like, it's not, it's not shocking. Only, you know. It's sad. It's sad. Yeah, it's it would. Sad. It would. It would take his um. His parents to get really, yeah. really involved legally. You know what I'm saying? And raise a lot of hell to bring attention to the scenario probably before the superintendent or the principal would respond. Typically mm-hmm. what I find in situations like that, when a principal doesn't respond or is that lacks about response, that probably means they don't feel the parents are even involved um, or they've never had any engagement or dealings with the parents. So they just kind of feel like we can sweep down the rug, it's all good. Um, right. Because if they if it had been different, they probably would have jumped on it, and something would have been done. So they don't mm-hmm. really feel like the parents are you know are involved or around. So they just it's whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that sounds like a good topic for you know. I have uh, a guy that um, who was supposed to be on one of the earlier shows on education. We can you know, I I talked to him the other day. So we're going to do another episode of, you know, talking about those kind of things in education. And then coming up with some solutions because we, we have to have solutions. We can't right. have problems. We have to have solutions to go mm-hmm. with those problems. But, so, I want to, uh, my guest is here. I want to give um, 
a little small introduction. We have uh, Tammy Harper, uh, a.k.a. Pam Tools, professional <laughs> pianist, vocalist, music executive, um, organizer, entrepreneur. Uh, Tammy Harper was born and raised in Philly. Um, she moved to Atlanta to go to Spelman College. Yay. Where she receives her bachelor's art degree in music, concentration in piano. She is the leader of a band called Tam Tunes and the Jit. She is a private coach, a private piano instructor. She's a minister of music at her church. She teaches music classes to senior citizens. Um, she has volunteered for the National Black Arts Festival here in Atlanta, Atlanta Jazz Festival. Festival, Bronze Land Film Festival, uh, WCLK 91.9, and if you you know live in Atlanta, you're very uh, you are very familiar with that station. Um, Super Bowl 53. Uh, she has she was a featured performer in the Atlanta Jazz Festival, Jazz in the Airport, Neighborhood Jazz Series, Wednesday Wind Down at Centennial Park. She was a featured performer at the UN. C.F. Mayor's Pass Ball. Uh, she played a cameo role in Real Housewives of Atlanta in 2023. Um, she's participated in Play USA workshops um, in New York. She uh, she was on the in the movie Bad Mom's Christmas as a keyboardist in Kenny G's band. Um, her latest accomplishment is she's a new professional member of the Recording Academy, which is made up of musicians, producers, recording engineers, and other musical professionals, and famous for its Grammy Award, which actually she is going to the Grammy and nice. flying out tomorrow. Nice. Now, for the people who know Sammy, you have never seen a smile so big consistently. Oh, that's what I was getting ready to say. And that she, smile. <laughs> well, thank you. you. You have no you have no idea. You have no idea. She is that is her twenty four seven. And the thing and the reason one of the reasons she's a phenomenal person, but I have her on here as organize my life because I have never met anyone who has done so many things in their life. All with a smile. She has a superior organizational system for her life, and she offers that service as well. She coaches. So, uh, welcome to my show, Miss <laughs> Tammy Harper. Thank you. Thank you for that lovely, lovely, lovely invitation. And uh, well, the yes. invitation and the introduction. Thank you. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Yes, yes we're here. We, we hear you well. Thank so, you so much. I, I kind of want to, before I get into some real good questions and um, and anybody on it, if anybody is out, you know, anybody listening and you want to dial in, our number is 516-453-9110. Uh, press 1 to have you hold your hand up to, to ask a question, and I will catch you in. I we have a lot of guests tonight, and I am so grateful for um, everyone who has tuned in to listen to our show tonight. 
Tammy, I just got to ask about the Grammy first. <laughs> you go into the Grammy, <laughs> a musician's dream. Yeah. Tell us about how, how how did that come about? All right, that's a great question. Um, so I became a member of the record, a professional member of the Recording Academy. And if you're like, well, what is that or how and what, I'll give you the shortest version possible. So when you want to be a member of the Recording Academy, the Recording Academy gives out Grammy Awards. They're the ones that distribute them. Mm -hmm. Um, You can be a voting member or a professional member. And in order to do this, you have to go online to recordingacademy.com, complete an application first, usually before the end of March. So this is a great time. Number two is once you fill out the application, then they say you need two recommendations. And it's great to pick two people you know that are already in the academy or two people that may have Grammys or whatever these two people are. Um, (laughs) Pick them to do your uh, recommendations in a timely fashion. And then you play the waiting game. Once it's submitted, they say we received your app, we received your recommendations. And sometime in June is when you're supposed to find out. Mm-hmm. And when I saw people finding out in June, and I was like, where's mine? I checked spam, checked people, checked all kinds of stuff. And I was feeling a little discouraged. And then around mid-July, I received an email from the Atlanta chapter, you know, saying, uh, you have not accepted your invitation to be, <laughs> to be a member. What? So I completed whatever they asked. And there's a membership fee, an annual fee you pay. And the rest, you know, after that, that's when, you know, when I asked, I met with the ladies of the Atlanta chapter. And I said, well, how do you even get to go to the Grammy? You know, like, well, you get an email and it'll let you know what day and time that you can purchase the tickets. That's exactly what happened. They said, be ready. And it was in November. And I did. And so this is one of my life's dreams to go. I purchased a ticket to attend the Grammys. I purchased a ticket to attend the official after party. And yes, I'm going to LA. Actually leaving Friday morning. I'll be back on Monday. So I'm super duper excited trying to line up different things that I want to do uh, while I'm in LA and people I want to see. And so I think that's it. That's how it happened for me. Wow. That's funny. That's funny. I filled my application out just last week. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. To be a member of the Recording Academy? Uh, No, I want to vote because a lot of these people that are getting real votes to get, you know, Mm. on on these cards. And every year, and every year they're making a... Oh, I'm sorry, no, sir. No, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I just I'm wanted sorry. to make sure I, I understood. You were you applied to be a voting member of the Recording Academy for the Grammys, yes, ma'am. Yeah, so you have to have a um, yeah. credit. Like I didn't apply to be a voting member because you have to have a certain number of credits, um, like on different projects and stuff. And oh yeah. I knew I didn't have that many, so that's why <laughs> I applied to be a professional member. But just for your yeah. listening audience. That is how you're able to be a voting member and then vote mm-hmm. each year. So that's awesome. Well, yay. Well, congratulations to you. Thank you. So, Tammy, um, before we launch into organizing my life, um, which a lot of our listeners are listening in for that part, can you just, you know, I gave a brief bio about you, but tell us about, you know, 
about yourself a little bit. What would you like the listening audience to know about you? Gotcha. Well, one thing, I am a full-time musician slash female entrepreneur and a single mommy to my beautiful 17-year-old dancer. Um, So on a day-to-day, well, I've been a full-time musician for 12 years. And so I am a classically trained pianist, as she said. So all the different things that I do are involved with music. And that's how it's been for the last 12 years. So there's a lot that I do, and there's a lot more that I would love to do. So um, I would like to have some more students. I have about 20 private piano and voice students. Um, I would like to do more studio work, meaning playing the keys or singing or doing vocal arrangements or production in the studio. Also more weddings and special events. Do that well. I enjoy that, whether it's me by myself or with my band. It's a trio, Tam Tunes and the I'm on keys and vocals, bass and drums. Um, I <laughs> have a couple new opportunities. I'm going to be playing nursing. Um, um, I just got hired and working with more seniors. Uh, QLS is quality living services. So if you happen to have your elders in Southwest Atlanta, and they like to come together and meet other people and be social. It's QLS, Quality Living Services. I'm going to be working with for their choir. Um, that's really starting next week. So there's a lot of things to do. I also play with Atlanta Music Project as a collaborative pianist. When they need me, we're doing an African diaspora concert more house on February 11th. If you look up atlantamusicproject.org. Um, that's something else I love to do, uh, work with the schools and be an accompanist. I work with Westlake High School, and I'll be playing for them. Um, there's something called the LGBE, where you pretty much in a competition uh, with singers. So, yeah, I do a lot of different things that I love to do, and I'm always looking to do more. Because um, it's, it's something that I enjoy. It's a gift from God. And my, my grandfather, his whole name was Mozart, and then oh. he's in heaven. Wait, he, uh, say, repeat that, because you're, break, you're breaking up a little bit. Um, oh, okay. I, I don't know what. I don't know uh, if I, you I'll said your grandfather. Oh, my grandfather, his middle name was Mozart. And so he played the piano and organ and sang. My birth mother, she played the piano, organ, and sang. They're both in heaven. And it passed on down to me and then to my child for dance. But she sings also. So, nice. yes, yeah, definitely in my DNA. Awesome. So the question um, that I definitely, I'm always asking you in real life, how do you do, how do you fit all of these things? How? How do you do it? <laughs> how do you well, do it? <laughs> well, usually what I do, well, I do it a couple of different ways. I kind of segment out my day. So if we talk early morning, that's pretty much if you go early, early morning, because I do go to the gym two mornings a week at 6.30 a.m. Um, so I have that's the early, early morning, you know, getting my child to school. Then the next segment of the day I'll call, let's say, 10 to 2. Then you have that segment of the day. 
Then I have like, let's say a three to eight segment. And then after that. And so a lot of what I do, even though I'm saying all this stuff, some stuff may only be 30 minutes or an hour or maybe two hours. That's how I'm able to get a lot done. So mm. segment it out. So it's not like a normal person may work nine to five or even nine to one. Hardly anything that I do is for several hours, unless it's a gig or unless it's something like that. Like even for church, you know, church is a certain amount of time, you know. And so uh, every because I segment my time like that, then I may say, okay, I always have students for the most part between five to seven or eight, depending on the day. Um, that's my student time or free time. During the day, that could be administrative time. That could be with my senior citizens time. It could be um, free time. <laughs> it could be, you know what I mean? Um, mm. And so that's what you do. So as I keep adding on all these different things that I do, I just, once I'm hired to do it, I say, does it fit in my schedule? You know, and just, just like with the QLS, working with the seniors for the choir, yeah, we rehearse on Friday afternoons, and then we perform two Mondays in the morning. Like, that's mm-hmm. great. Free in the morning <laughs> on the two Mondays, I'm free on the Friday afternoon. And the grace of God, that's how stuff keeps happening and keeps working for me. You know, even if I have to play for a funeral, most funerals are like maybe an hour and a half to two hours. Most of what I do is 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, maybe two hours. And then I make sure that if my daughter needs me or, you know, time, because she just started working on Saturdays. I took Saturdays off for a few years so I could spend time with her. Now that she works Saturdays, I'm like, shoot, I might as well work too. So... While she's at work, I work. And it really works out well. And because everything everything I do is music, it doesn't feel hard. It doesn't feel like a job. I'm not like, oh, when's my vacation? I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. No. Mm-mm. That's how I can go from 6 in the morning to 11 or 12 midnight. You know, some days wow. are more than others. But that's like a typical day for me. You know, just. I just go so all. Let, so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. You know, as a creative, you know, sometimes people feel like, okay, I'm creative, so I can be all over the place. Or the opposite of that is, you know, being very restrictive and very like um, uh, type A. You seem to be a combination of both, like very um, structured and very creative at the same time. Do you think that is something that you have cultivated or it is something that is just naturally like maybe you're left and right brain or something like that? Yeah. You, have you always been stru- structured or have you That's incorporated structure into your... Oh, what a great question, Leticia. Um, I am definitely a combo of both. I call myself a creative intellectual. So the intellectual mm-hmm. side is the one that loves watching Jeopardy every day, loves figuring out Wheel of Fortune, trying to be on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not ready for Jeopardy, child. I ain't I ain't there. But watching over all these years, I've gotten smarter and smarter. Um, so there's the intellectual side that likes to read books, 
watch Jeopardy, stuff like that. Um, listen to podcasts, things like that. Then there's a creative side that likes to have fun and likes to hang out. And um, You do like to hang out and have fun. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, be social. So I'm really, I feel like I've been that way my whole life. Work hard, play hard. So I'm the person way back when the Cosby show and different world come on. One of, one of those semesters in high school, I had a paper due every Friday. And I would watch my TV shows and it'd be nine o'clock. So I guess I better start on this paper. Let's say I didn't feel like it. I'll wake up four o'clock in the morning and write the paper. So I've been like that way my whole life. I always went to school. I didn't, you know, I didn't play hooky, um, you know. So it's definitely a combo of being creative and fun and blah, blah, blah. Also wanting to get good grades, wanting to be a high performer. Um, And because I thrive under pressure, I'll keep telling myself, no, don't procrastinate, no. You know, and I still, over and over, I fight it every day, and yet I'm still able to get a lot done. I, that's the grace of God because, you know, there's stuff that, you know. And then I also move in a space of faith. And when you move in a space of faith, I do what I can. I pass the baton to God. Like, hey, God, I did all that I could. He's like, I got you, Tam. And then he helped me. And that's how I move. And it's worked very well for me. You know, my crash and burn is very minimal, you know, so I'm always striving to do better. You know, you have good, it's like a C, great is like a B, A is an excellent, and A plus you tap into that genius. So most days I try to stay between great, the B, and excellent. It's hard to be excellent, and it's super hard to be tapping to the genius, but that's why you're only tapping. That ain't every day. But try to be uh-huh. You know, if you try to be great every day, you may actually get there and be better than good, mm. be better than mediocre. Yeah, I guess that's the best way to answer your question. That was a great question. Wow. If you're listening and you have a question for our guest tonight, you can call in 516-453-9110. Again, 516-453-9110. You are right. listening to the Lifestyle Radio Show. I have a question. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind. Um, Tammy, again, uh, uh, thank you for being on Letitia's show. Um, like I was telling Letitia, I did, but when she said you were coming on, I did some research about you and stuff. Your resume is very, very impressive. Oh, thank you so much. Thank One, you. And and uh, and when she was talking about the smiles, like wow, she got the same smile in every picture. Even when you were singing, <laughs> you had that smile singing. And I was like, wow, I want to be like that. Um, you can, you can. <laughs> the question, the question that I I want to ask you is, Supermom, talk to us a little bit about Supermom. Um, wait, you're talking about me being a Supermom, or are you talking about Bad Mom Christmas? No, it wasn't wasn't you nominated for Superman? Oh, that! Oh, I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Told you I did my research. <laughs> I forgot about that. Well, basically, I think come to find out that you know they say, hey, if you think that you're a great mom, you should submit for this thing, right? 
So you submit and you really don't think you're going to be called or chosen. But then I was in the competition for the super mom thing. I did not win. I don't know how high or how far away from the top I was, but it was cool for them to select me and to be in the number. Um, but yeah, that was sometimes I just like, oh, let me just see and let me just try. And that's what I did. So thank you. I Man, I forgot about that. But it was fun while I was in the running asking people to vote for me um, to win the prizes. But I did not win. But thank you. Thank you for your kind words. No problem. As I say, I yield back to so, you, Letitia. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Tammy, tell us about um, growing up in Philly. Like, how does Philly influence who you are? Well, one thing about Philly is when you're up top, it's just something about being up top, whether it's Philly, Jersey, New York. We could even include Boston or D.C., Delaware. Um, It's that Philly pride, you know, not just Ben Franklin and the Liberty Bell, but also Rocky and cheesesteaks and soft pretzels and water rice and tasty cakes. So many things, right? And, and of course, uh, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, but also Patti LaBelle and uh so many so many so many artists so it's like a philly pride thing not to mention my favorite team of all time the philadelphia eagles so sorry (laughs) we did win a few years ago but this year we kind of crashed and burned that's okay but yeah there's a lot of philly pride so what happens to you when you're from philly and you come down to the a or wherever you go you know, like so many people are like, you're a Georgia piece now. I'm like, no, I'm a Philly cheesesteak. I've definitely been here twice as long. <laughs> I was, you're a Philly cheesesteak. Um, That's hilarious. <laughs> so, but I love, I love my home, but I love Atlanta too. Atlanta's been absolutely fantastic. One of the coolest things about the A when I first got here as a Spelman student was to see so many people of color in leadership positions from the mayor to the police chiefs and people on the news and so many different people of color and you're like wow there's possibilities for me and it wasn't mm. that we didn't have any in Philly but it was just plentiful down here and then at Spelman Dr. Janetta B. Cole our president at the time she just it was like Spelman women we're just like you know you get pumped up mm-hmm. you know you're you're a special person because you're at this school, but you're just special already. You know, adding Spelman on is a great uh, a great piece of that when you when you get a degree. But um, yeah, that's one of the greatest things about Atlanta. Just I felt like there were so many possibilities for anything that one would want to do. It was readily available and possible, along with the history here. You know, between Hank Aaron and of course. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and so many others, Andrew Young, John Lewis, et cetera. Wow. Okay, so we're going to take a a, a short little musical break, and when we come back, we're going to ask Tammy Harper, if, if I signed up to coach with you tomorrow, what could I expect? Okay. When we come back, and how could you help me organize my life? When we come back to the Be Excellent, Becoming Excellent Lifestyle Radio Show, we'll be right back. 
know, every now and then, gotta go out and let that, uh, let that stress off. Let that hair down and enjoy yourself. Just get off from work, can't wait till I get home. What am I gonna be sipping in a Patron? I called my lady, told her I'm scooping her at ten. We're about to have some fun, it's finally the weekend. Feel like letting go and it's time to party. And all the stress went out the door cause I'm with my shawty. Yeah, night has just begun and we're gonna have fun. Gonna party till the sun comes up cause we only live one. Come down the body with me. I'ma play hard as I've been working Bring another round, I came to get down Who cares that I'm all out of hairs to let down Light drizzle with the drip, never lacking Crew track jacket, trucker hat to match it With that established, shoot vibes better than average My squad weave together like fabric, no static Two-step and move the crowd like a weapon True, I lack rhythm, but I'm still in line with them And I'm feeling fine with them, take it old school now Fella say, lady say The week is in it finally Come party with me, yeah, we're gonna have a good time tonight, Woo. we're gonna dance the night away, we're gonna dance the night away. All right, we are back with Becoming Excellent um, Lifestyle Radio. That, of course, was tonight by Antonio Magaha. And he had a really good babe. Are you on? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh, I think one of your one of your songs hit some chart last week, or what? Oh yeah. What happened? Uh, Net- <clears throat> Netflix and Chill was number one on one of the UK uh, the UK chart. I think it's Urban Influence out of the UK. Yeah, it was number awesome. one last week. Yes, Congrats. Congratulations. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank that you. Was a, I, uh, the guy who's playing the horns on there, he is somewhere out there listening. He texted me. So, Kaylin, excellent job on those horns on that show right there. And I'll have to uh, have him on the show. He's a, a, another phenomenal person, a writer, musician, intellectual. 
Um, I, I just have to say before we get to our question, um, I have been really blessed. People think sometimes that blessings are just about money and they're just about things and possessions and what kind, how big of a house you can have and how nice of a car you can drive and all those things are great. But I will say, I will have to say that I have been blessed with some of the most amazing people in my life. Just amazing. I feel like if it was 1920, I, I, I have a group of friends that make up the Harlem Renaissance, you know, those kind of friends. And so I just am so blessed and I'm so grateful for all those blessings. Um, I have a caller, uh, 662-656-0917. Your hand is up. Did you want to say something? Hello? I think it's your mom, babe. Oh, yeah? No, hello, guys. I, I don't know why my hand was up. I'm just tuning in. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, <laughs> hello, and thanks for listening. Um, they were up here last weekend, and we had such a great time. Um, we had yeah, a yeah. really good time. Yeah. We did enjoy, enjoy you guys. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why my hands up, but uh, I'm really enjoying the the. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Okay. All right. So, yeah. if I was to coach with you, if I was to start coaching with you today, and I came to you and said, you know, I can't seem to get anything done. I'm not reaching my goals. I don't really have any goals. I don't have enough time to do anything. What what would you say? What what would be? What would you give me? Well, one of the things that I've learned, I was in a mastermind group for a long time, and it talks about segmenting your day. So you get like a paper calendar that's blocked off by the hours, and you want to mark off your. Well, you're supposed to start with your free time. I do the opposite. You have your money making time. And you can use a green pen or pencil. You have your admin time, which could be uh, it could be doing admin work like reading emails, uh, returning calls, typing, things like that. And then you have your free time. So you look at your whole day, and you want to make sure you have some of all of that. If you don't have any free time built into your day, you're already not doing good. If you don't have any money-making time, you don't have any admin time. Some days it may be more than others. You know, let's just say you had a meeting that was an eight-hour meeting, and it was off-site. So you just, hey, it might not be money-making at all. It may not be admin at all. And you still got to block it, but you say, okay, where else can I put this time? That's one thing. Number two, another cool thing is the top three things of the day. So many of us get sucked into a long to-do list. Like, dang, now, but I got 10, 15 things on here. How about if you don't have 10 or 15 things, you have three? What are the three things that I could get done? And when you do get those three things done, you feel very successful. You know, I had a list mm. today. I put five, no, four or five. The cool thing was I erased some because they were done, added some more. Then the race mm-hmm. right now, even though if I put all these together, it's probably 10. But on my list right now, I have one, 
two, three. And then another thing that I do personally, when I get into crunch time, I do what's called in the house and out of the house. I have to write it down. I get a white piece of paper, could be scrap paper, whatever it is, in the house on the left, out of the house on the right. So if I know, okay, I got to run this errand, or it could be anything. I'm getting the car washed, shoot, going to the Kroger, whatever it is, you have, you know, what's out of the house and what's inside the house. So if you know, okay, I'm home for a little while, you look on the in the house list. Okay, I can wash the clothes while I'm doing this other thing, you know, and then with 30 minutes when this is done, the wash is done. So it's like that. So mm-hmm. um, these are just some of the things that I do. I do like to stack stuff. So I like to stack it. You know, when someone says, oh, when I get off the phone with you, I'm going to work on this thing. Sometimes I'm working on the thing while I'm talking to you. Mm. Sometimes I send you what you need while I'm talking to you. You may say, you have so-and-so's number. I send it to you then. So it's like a lot of times, and I know there's so many things that say you should be fully present, and I'm not always fully present in terms of the exact definition of that, but I'm Mm. into forward movement. So if I know for my choir, I'm not going to be there this Sunday, and I told them I would send the music out by Wednesday, it's Wednesday morning. Okay, Wednesday afternoon. Oh, we're going to this late night time. Remember, y'all, I said the segments of time. We had the early morning, we had the afternoon. Now we're in this, you know, quadrant. Well, now we're in quadrant four because it's after eight. But I got it done. You want to get it done, not when everyone's asleep. I want to get it done so I can send it out before, you know, my 8 o'clock time. And I did. So I crossed it off my list. I had to get it done. Yes, I didn't get it done till Wednesday in the evening, but it's done today. You know, and then one of those classic things of important or urgent. Is it important? Is it urgent? Is it important and urgent? So on Monday, getting these songs to the choir was not urgent. On Wednesday, it became important and urgent. And on this list of the top three, which is really top five, um, to get done, you know. And that's what you do. And then I'm going to tell you one more thing, and I'm going to pause. You think, what can I get done in five minutes? So when you have five minutes, what can I get done? Like for me, I did an invoice in five minutes. I did another invoice in another five minutes I had. They're done. So you think of those five-minute tasks. Oh, I need to just confirm my students. Five minutes. Then, you know. <laughs> and you'll find, like, wow. that. And then you're like, why does this person get this stuff done and I'm not getting it done? Because you may, you may, and it's okay to sit for five minutes. Let's say your five minutes is your break. Then just sit there. Take that break. But if you feel good, you got five minutes, you know, what is it? And what's a 15-minute task? What's a 30-minute task? And I'm so sorry, one more because it just popped in my mind. You think there's something huge? Oh, man, I got to practice for this concert and there's 10 songs. Oh, man, I started procrastinating. What's the first step? Print out the songs. Printing out the songs is literally hitting a button. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's under that five-minute task. 
task number two, get the songs and put them in sleeves because I'm a, you know, I'm an accompanist. So I put the music in clear plastic sleeves in a binder. That is not a five minute job. Wow. 10 songs. That's part two. So even printing, putting them in a binder, I don't even have to practice these songs because I don't even have them to practice. Because what happens if you procrastinate, oh, I got to practice for this thing. Dag, now I don't even have steps one, two, and three done. Now it's in a binder. Now when I'm going to practice. And you're looking at the songs. Oh, these are by ear. Do I want to start with the songs by ear first? I'll start the ones with sheet music first. Looking at them. Which look easy? Which look hard? What's going to take more time? What isn't? So it's like that. And you'll find when you listen like that, you're going to be like, oh, snap. Oh, I'm getting so much more done. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I, I, I'm going to have to say my, my brain, <laughs> my brain ain't set up like that. <laughs> the way that you were just like, uh, and then you think this and this, and then you go here. Yeah. You think it's that. Okay. Um, you just call I, it unlearned. I don't know. You just start stacking. You say you you think of one thing that's a challenge and figure out how like for me, me and my sis go to the gym at six thirty AM. I got that down to down pat. I set the alarm for five fifty five, sit there probably five minutes, get up, put the exercise stuff on, brush my teeth, get out the door at six fifteen, get to the gym. You know what I mean? It's like I don't have to be like the people that Put your outfit on the night before. Right. This is going to the gym. I got that. But what about this other stuff? I play for stuff all the time. The same stuff happens all the time. You know, I have to still fight through it. You know what I mean? I still fight through it. I still do all the stuff I just told you guys. Fighting through it. Because procrastination is something I still have to fight through every day. And despite that, because I'm, I'm in the fight. I don't let it get me. I keep going. I keep trying different ways. That's the key. Don't let it. Don't let it defeat you. Just if and if you're having trouble, just ask somebody who's doing it well. Listen to podcasts. I listen to successful people's podcasts about all the areas I want to do better in. Why would I not? So do you that? listen. So you do all of this and you listen to podcasts. Oh yeah, I'm listening to. A and you read books too, right? Because I know we talk yep. about books. You, you, yeah. The book that read, I finished. What is, in, what's the top three books on your um on your list? Well, one the one I just read is called "I Hope You Fail" by Pinky Cole, and it has the ten top things that people say to you that's supposed to be fuel. Like, I hope you don't get mm. promoted. I hope you get cheated mm. on. I hope you have nobody to support you. It's dope. I loved it. I loved it. Now, unfortunately, my dad passed away over the holidays, so I'm reading a book about grief that um, my my student's mom gave me, one of our Spelman sisters, too, and it's called Think You'll Be Happy by Nicole Avant, the subtitle, Moving Through Grief with Grit, Grace, and Gratitude, which is exactly what I'm doing, but she has great points in there, too. That's called Think You'll Be Happy, and then the next one I'm going to read is called The Garden Within. And I think that's by Dr. Anita Phillips. And I'm totally drawing a blank what that's about. And the one after that I'm going to read is Bamboozled by Jesus by Yvonne Orji, who was on Insecure. 
um, on that TV show. And for her, it's like you think you have a plan, but then, you know, God, Jesus has something different in mind. You know, here's my plan. No, it's going to be this. And I leave my hands open to the possibilities of God. So I think I want to do it like this. And God's like, I got something better. Sometimes it's big. Sometimes and how do you get uh, how do you get the room to read a book? How do you? I'm sorry. So do you like how do you have the room to read uh, on top of everything else? You put those in those quadrants as well. <laughs> yeah, reading is usually usually early morning or late night, and that's the truth. That's when reading. I put my book right next to me in case I felt like reading after. Uh, this podcast is over, you know, because like I successfully read 13 books in 2020 and I had read 13 books in in one year except when I was in school. So this year I said, come on, Tam, you got to get to maybe 14 because that was 2020. Last year was six and the other two years were abysmal. So I won't even mention those, but 2023 was six books. (laughs) So since 2020 was 13, now, mind you guys, my sister's read like 40 to 60 books a year. Crazy. Oh, wow. I mean, I ain't trying to get to what, that. Um, I'm trying to be like Cat Williams. <laughs> what did he say he read? How many? Like 5,000 books? 5,000. That's a lot. Last year. That what did is he say? a lot. Um, did, you, did you watch the, you know, him on... Uh, Club Shay Shay. He said he read, I don't know, 5,000 books last year. Now, he may have done that speed listening thing because I saw that on TV, but I'm not into speed listening. And so even my sister would get on me for buying all these books. That's another thing. Buy your books used, whatever the cheapest version is. Because I like having, oh, that's gonna, I like having that's gonna the paper books. Yeah, I like having paper books because I do a lot of underlining. And I like to go back and reread, and I like to hold them and stuff like that. So this book, like I said, think you'll be happy. I have, I don't know, maybe 20 or 30 pages. That's, that's another reason I put it here like, shoot, this could be two books finished in January if I finish this book tonight. I got to see how I feel, you know. But I know, you know, who knows? Wow. I have a question. So, mm-hmm. oh, go ahead. Okay. I'm sorry. So how many um, hours of sleep do you get every day? <laughs> I would say I average about six. So That's not too bad. Lately, lately, I'll say that when my dad passed, I started, I was in this weird almost every day, 4.30. He, he passed December 20th. I'm so sorry to hear that. Every, oh, thank you. So almost every day, it was like four something in the morning, like, dang, never, you know, um, but then I was like, I know what's happening. I'm falling asleep at 10-something on the sofa, and guess mm. what? Six hours later, it's 4.30. So mm. if I fall asleep on the sofa at 10.30, wake up at 4.30, then get in the bed and sleep for another however long, you know, I'm still, I'm, I'm still not quite right uh, <laughs> with my sleeping and stuff. But in the normal times, it would be from about 12 to 6. Okay. And that was, that was good for me, you know. And like I said, it's a lot different, you guys, when you're in a stressful job, whether you're mentally stressed, physically stressed, 
Because sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you just know, like, my brain is tied. Like, y'all got me good, you know? Um, versus when you're physically, like, maybe you were doing some work outside or whatever you were doing. Like, on a day-to-day for me, because it's so easy breezy, you know, you were talking about my smile earlier. Yeah, this is real. It ain't even fake. It's like God gave me exactly what I wanted, and that was to be a full-time musician almost 12 years ago. And he spoke. The audible voice of God said, it's time. And I quit my job of 15 years. Wow. Be 12 years, March 30th. You know, I have not looked back. And sometimes wow. I'm like, well, am I supposed to get a job? I'll look for jobs. I'm like, nah. Or sometimes even apply for them. You know, these jobs I told you guys about, these are musical things. This ain't a 40-hour-a-week job. Nothing I do is, everything I do is music to earn a living. And it's like, it's like divine orchestration. So God put all the pieces into place and told me to leave. And I didn't leave that day from my 15-year job. It was still six months later. It was right on time. So you got to believe, for me as a spiritual person, believing in the divine order. So I don't I don't live in a world of what it could have should have. Our human side, man, I shouldn't I should have taken the highway instead of these streets because now I'm in this traffic. Or man, I'm trying to get gas. Like this happened to me on Sunday. Went to the first gas station to get gas. It wasn't working. Go to the second place to get gas. It's not working. I said, well, I'll just get the gas on the way to wherever I'm going. And the check engine light comes on, and I go, and the gas there was about twenty five cents cheap. I think. The gas where I first was was 305, 309. Where I got my gas was 282. Mm. So sometimes God just shuts it down. Like, you ain't getting no gas because you need to go over here and get this $2.82 gas. Right. A full tank. So sometimes it's the shutdown literally like that. And sometimes it's the nudge. You know, your check engine light's on for days. It goes off one day. And the still small voice says, go get the emissions test. Go get the emissions test on the day it's off. Pray for most of the outcome. And I pass. And the next day the light comes back on. Mm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's, that's definitely, definitely, definitely divine. Yep. All right. It is. um, Oh, go ahead. No, 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 I was just going to say, if you move in that space and the faith space, you'll find it's just, you know, as humans, we just can't help it. So we don't see stuff and we don't know if it's going to be real but mm-hmm. if you move that way you'll find it moves in your favor I'm sorry thank you Latisha <laughs> huh I said thank you oh no yeah I, I totally I, I totally agree and it's a very delicate walk um, of faith and the reality of life as like people like to say this is the reality this is the reality but the reality isn't always tangible and the and sometimes the what's not what you can't see is more reality what you than what you do see um and so in being able to switch gears um as we were talking about earlier cutting off the negativity um not really surrounding yourself or being or allowing people to to be in your in your presence with a lot of negativity um, you have to cut that off. It only takes a little bit of arsenic to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. It's not a whole lot. So it only takes a little bit of negativity to really kill a dream, um, kill anything. So 
being able to um, walk in that faith space. You can't walk in faith and doubt at the same time. You can't. Exactly. You cannot. That's right. Pick one. All right. We're going to take a little uh, break. We are coming up um, almost to the half hour of 10. Uh, We have enjoyed our guests, and we're going to take this break, and she'll be back with us. Uh, After this musical break, you are listening to Becoming Excellent, Be Lifestyle Radio. I am your host, Letitia Dorsey Magaha, and we will be right back. I sit alone and I write my life, or perhaps a glimpse of it. My thoughts running together. Forcing their way to the tip of my finger They drift there and linger I feel so inspired, invigorated By an infusion of emotion From somewhere deep in the recesses of my heart Where do I start? The beginning, I suppose Or perhaps the end Which is always a beginning of sorts Of course I have a story We all do, and they're all true But only a small few stare the fear of rejection in the face I've chosen to speak not only for me, but also for you who may not possess the fortitude to yet are bursting at the seams with passion. I've trusted foolishly, followed cluelessly, but the bruises only nurtured the blues in me. I've loved without reciprocation and some walk without destination in mind. I've mishandled innocent hearts, knowingly or not. I am a lover, I am a fighter, I am vain, I am a writer. I have experienced things that you have. I've felt what you felt, and I've done what you've done. I write not only who I am, but also what I've become. I am whatever I can imagine. I am a song full of passion. I am poetic expression. I am chord progression. I am hip-hop drums, and I am as unpredictable as jazz. I am a dreamer living in the moment. I am a paradox, but I'm consistent at it. And if you listen at it, you might learn something about yourself. I am my good. I am my bad. I am my strengths and weaknesses. I am my story. And all that I am, I am to his glory. This is life. This is my life. This is the Creolog. All right, that was the Creolog by a good friend of ours. Creole King, he um, actually does the rap on a couple of um, Antonio songs. He is a phenomenal artist, lyricist, um, father, and a musician. So back to our guest, Tammy Harper. Are you still with us? I am. (laughs) Yes. You you have been such a... Inspiration to me over the years that I um, that I have known you, and I every time I get an opportunity to to let you know how I appreciate you, I do so. I think it's really important that we let people know what do they say? Give people their flowers while they are alive, um, so they can really know. It's no reason why people should know how you feel about them. Um, Staying current, and so I, 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 I've always just admired 
how you move through life so gracefully, um, how you handle your situation. Uh, even at your father's memorial service, you sang and you uplifted other people, the people around you. How do you stay motivated? Well, <laughs> how do I stay motivated? You know what? It's, it, it sounds cliche, but it's attitude of gratitude. That's it. Like, number one is I know I'm a child of the Most High God, and he gave me this gift that I use. Like, it's pretty much effortless. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what a gift. Mm-hmm. I don't have to work hard, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I want to just play something on the piano. I just play it, you know. Like I go over there right now, and say, "Hey, y'all, I'm gonna play you this song. I'm gonna play Ribbon in the Sky." I can play for hours with nothing in front of me. All these songs in my mind, you know. Sing what I want to sing. Um, tell other people how to sing what I want them to sing, you know, for choirs and groups. And then. You know, to have my miracle baby daughter, who's 17, who was born two pounds, two ounces, you know, premature. And her twin brother passed in the womb, you know. But I think about all the people mm-hmm. who wish they had children who aren't here, have miscarriages and never had children, you know. And I'm a dreamer. So, like, going to the Grammys this weekend is one of my lifelong dreams. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's coming true. For real. <laughs> I have an outfit, got my nails done, get my hair done. It's real. You know, it's not it's not a dream anymore. It's not on a vision board anymore. You know, so I stay motivated. I stay positive. Even, you know, I want to have a Serena Williams banging body. That thing's going to take work. You know what I mean? I still want yeah. that too. Yeah. So, you know, um, Mr. Andre DeShield, who won a Tony, a black man won a Tony, like 70 years old a few years ago. He said three things in his speech. He said, number one, you always want people's eyes to light up when you enter a room. I said, oh, mm. I love that. Mm. I love it. Never gets old. They say, Tam, what's up? Tam. Never gets old. Number two, <laughs> slow, is the all, slow is always the fastest way to get anywhere. And I think about all the stuff that's taken forever, mm. you know, it's all right. Mm-hmm. And number three, when you get to the top of the mountain, you're at the bottom of the next. So keep climbing, right? So every time I get to the top, mm-hmm. you're like, what's next? Oh, snap. When I go to the Grammys, what's next? Now I'm at the bottom of the next mountain. Mm-hmm. You know? You think of it like that and keep climbing. So when people say, oh, well, you're older now. What are you going to do? Child, yeah, I'm going to keep going. I have dreams to fulfill. Mm-hmm. You know? And so that's how I stay motivated you know, and that's how I keep going. And as the years go by, things start to shift and change, you know. That's how you know you're going through your enlightenment period. What was important isn't as important anymore. What wasn't important Mm -hmm. is important. You pay attention. You recognize what that is, and you don't fight it, you know. If you don't Mm -hmm. feel like going to the club no more, don't go. Start reading books. If you never wanted to read books before, start reading books. Listen to podcasts. Do things that are different. Fuel your brain and watch what happens. Watch what comes out, you know, and that's it. Like, 
because, like, I'll tell you one thing. When I watched Celebrity Jeopardy, I got about 50% of those questions right. I felt really smart. <laughs> Regular <clears throat> Jeopardy. So no. you are trying, are you trying to get on Jeopardy for real? Like, you really want to No, get on no, no, I can't. I'm not smart enough. No. <laughs> I like to watch it to challenge myself to see if I get any answers right or if I get, but watching Celebrity Jeopardy over the holidays, oh, my gosh, I got so many answers right. So it's just it's like yeah, some of this stuff is just from, yeah, some of this stuff just from exposure. The answers are a little bit easier, but um, yeah, it's all about exposure, exposing yourself to all kinds of stuff, you know. And the clues are tricky. So then instead of taking ten seconds to answer, you only got five seconds. So you better mm-hmm. start faster. Helps you to think on your feet faster, you know. Do you think do you think that you you are one of the freest people I know, right? Um, do you think that you inherited that freedom from your parents, or do you think like did was it restrictive growing up, or were you just allowed to be yourself? It was a balance. My mom was the one that wanted to be free. Now this is my second mom. My birth mom died when I was three. So my second mom, uh, she was the one that was more free. My dad has always been strict. And that's exactly what I needed because that's exactly who I am. The creative intellectual, the creative side wants to be free. The intellectual side wants to follow the rules, do what, like I hardly ever got in trouble. Never got no spankings ever, you know. I mean, you know, you might get popped a couple times. Pop, a pop is nothing. You know what I mean? Like a little pat on the leg or something. But yeah, I I I didn't I hated getting into trouble to this day. So, you know, it doesn't mean I don't push the boundaries, but that really is me. So I think it was just a, a great combo deal of my mother, my birth mother who was so sweet and so nice and so smart and so musical. Yeah, I got a lot of that. And then my dad, he was like party central, life for the party. Um, giving, loving, sharing, caring. I got a good, a good mix of the those two DNA, and then going into my ancestors, my grandparents, and stuff. So I think it's inherent. You know, I, I'm somebody. I don't. You know, if you say for your child, do they work better with consequence or reward? I'm consequence driven child. Mm. If you don't do this, this is gonna happen to you. If you don't do this, this yeah. Not if you do this, I'll give you this. Nope, that doesn't really work. Mine's the opposite. Do this or else. Yeah, that works mm. really well for me. So you got to figure out, even for yourself, whether you're raising kids or not, for yourself, how do I, what motivates me? Is it consequence? Okay, if you don't practice this song, you're going to go to this concert and look like an idiot because you don't know what you're doing. Whether it's a band, whether it's a concert playing for school, whatever it is, don't look like an idiot so you better practice. Not, oh, you're going to play this and then something great's going to happen. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm consequence-driven. Oh, wow. I, huh, that's a good question. Are you, uh, Queen Missouri, you think you're consequence-driven or rewards-driven? I'm definitely consequence. <laughs> I was a, I was uh, I was a not so great child. Like, I mean, I was a child, obviously. So I wanted to explore everything. I always saw myself as a free spirit. 
and I was mm-hmm. constantly getting into trouble because, you know, I want to, I want to, you know, look at the world, you know, see the world and do this and do that. So it was one of those things where it's easier for me to get, get what I need to get done by consequences than reward. That's all, how I've always been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. CJ Sean, what consequences or reward? Consequences, because I was always in the shit. <laughs> uh, Antonio, consequences or reward? I I kind of see that you could use those words interchange, interchangeably because I mean. To use Tammy's example, if you practice, mm-hmm. you're going to get a consequence or a reward. You're going to be rewarded. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, if you don't practice, you're going to get rewarded for what you didn't do. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, most of the words can, yeah, it, 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 it's, for me, can be used interchangeably. Um, so I would say, yeah, both. I'm, I'm, Yeah, I kind of understand. Like, yeah, if, if you don't do it, you don't put the work in, you get what you get. If you do, you yeah. do. So yeah. Well, yeah. and I agree in that respect, but just for your own self. Like think about when I don't care if you've been in a work environment and when you're a kid and they say, Okay, whoever has the most sales gets to go on this trip to Aruba. Oh, let me get all these sales because I'm gonna go to Aruba. Or Chad, right. man, let them go ahead. I don't feel like it. Go ahead and get the sales. Go to <laughs> I don't right, like, right, right, you know right, what right. I mean? Like that's me. But they say anyone who doesn't have five sales is being put on the list. And if you're on the list for two weeks, like I'll never forget 30 years ago, I had a job. You had to be on time. They're like, if you're not on time, if you have three lates within two weeks, you're terminated. And guess who was always on two lates all the time? Two to never made it to three. It would always reset every two weeks because there was consequence, you know, (laughs) that was me. There was no reward for that. You just had, you know, most people, it's so easy to be on time. I really just started being on time for real in the last three years, like for real. Um, I was wow. on Tammy time and, you know, there was a consequence. You had to be on time to the calls. If you're more than two minutes late, you're late. So I had to totally rethink everything, my whole, but it was for the greater good. So I could be on time. You know what I mean? So a lot of times when we have different lessons, it's to get us like God is grooming us to be our best self. And some of these lessons totally suck. They just do. But if you recognize what's happening, which is called POV, what's the point of view? If the point of view is, man, this mm-hmm. really sucks, but I got to, you know, and I had a trainer. Oh, I don't feel like jogging around this building eight times. Well, you're going to jog around the building by yourself? No, I have this trainer. You're going to lift up this? You're going to do um, burpees on the floor, which I hated? No. But, yeah. Hey, burpees. (laughs) You know what I mean? You put the work in, and that's the thing. Whether you're in the spiritual world or secular world, well, you focus on expand. And that's the secular. That's the secret. The whole book, concept, everything is what you focus on expand, you know. And in the spiritual world, put action behind your faith. Why would it not work? If I say, you know what, you guys, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this concert for my child to raise money for her dance. And she needs, we need $5,000. I'm going to raise $2,600. How are you going to do that, Tam? 
Well, I'm going to have my bands. I'm going to have this and this and this. Nobody's going to do that and get to raise $2,600. Why would it not work? Mm. You know what I mean? So that's the kind of stuff. When I say my crash and burn is minimal, it really is. And when something, and when it does crash and burn, it's not burning to the ground. It's like some smoke, like cinders. It's not, it, it's a total loss. It burns to the ground and it's ashes. Nope. It's like usually something that's a little bit burnt and you whatever the lesson is supposed to be. And sometimes you don't even understand why, you know, but you just keep going, you know. And like you said, wow. people get in your ear. You can't do that. What are you doing? Remember, you guys, even with the Grammys and stuff, like, my car needs to be repaired. So I could say, you know what? I'm not going to the Grammys because I need a car repaired. This check engine light's on. Remember, you guys, that was November. Guess whose check engine light still keeps coming on and off all the time? Mine. And guess who's going to the Grammys? Me. So you, we do have to always sit back and say, am I supposed like, if God wants to shut that down, when I'm getting the tickets, they won't go through. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. Shut it down. But if it's not... That's such a, um, that's such a fine line, because, I mean... People, it's such a fine line to know when to, uh, I don't know, push the button, I guess, or when to do this and not that, and when to do that and not this, and especially when other people are in your ear to tell, trying to tell you what to do, and you know, okay, even though this seems unconventional, it's, I know this is what I'm supposed to do. Um. You have to say I, you it. You're know, absolutely what's, right. You're absolutely right. What's funny to me is like, you know, when you look and, you know, people reference the Bible a lot, there are so many things in the Bible where if it was current and modern, you you said that God told you to marry a, a hooker? God didn't tell you to marry no hooker. A hooker? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, um, where, where, in the Bible, when they, when, um, what's his name? I just thought it, um, uh, told, I can't think of his name, one of the guys to marry a prostitute. Now, mm-hmm. can you imagine today, in today's world, your friend tells you, yeah, I heard God and he told me to marry a hooker. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Mhm. No, God, it couldn't. That God would never have told you to do that. Hosea, yeah, Mary prostitute, or you know, building a boat and it wasn't any rain. Why would you do that? Oh my goodness! And for you must be, must be nuts. Say that again. I said, wasn't it forty years of building that it was no rain? And no rain. Why would you build a boat? You must be crazy. That's not what what you're supposed to do. Because the, nobody can tell you what you what what you hear. But you have to be confident in what you know that you're supposed to be doing, despite what it sounds like or seems like to other people. Yeah, that's true. That's what I was telling my sister today. When you're on your walk. Anybody on the outside, well, what are they doing? What 
you know, of course, when you're like, I don't know if you guys ever read Tyler Perry's book, and that one was a pretty easy read. But imagine you're doing your play for six or seven years and nobody comes to your play. You know, you spend all your money, you get jobs, you quit the jobs. Hey, I need to go, I need to quit this job for a month and go do this play. Okay, well, don't come back. Six or seven years. And I live like one mile away from Tyler Perry Studios. You know what I mean? Like, it's right there. This is evidence of yeah. someone who didn't give up. And so I love this evidence. I watch every single day. I'm on 166 where I see Tyler Perry Studios exit just about every day. And so everybody's a billionaire now, right? Yeah. And everybody isn't supposed to be Tyler Perry. Because I think if I was a billionaire, I would be an enabler. I would enable a lot of people or whatever I would be. So for now, I'm supposed to be who I am. What I do is more through my gift of music or gift of gab, if you want to say that, or whatever I'm imparting in prayers for people. Yeah, it's not giving a whole bunch of thousands and thousands of dollars. It's the kind of stuff we're talking about right now is what I'm supposed to be doing right now. If God has something different in mind, he'll show me. But right now, this is what it is, you know. That's my impact. Oh, I, I think I, I think I'm I'm definitely um supposed to be a, a millionaire. Billionaire. Definitely. Well yeah, definitely. Well, come on. Come on and be the billionaire. And then all the dreams and goals you can say, Hey Tam, what were your dreams again? Oh yeah, girl. I have lots oh, of I can I can fudge you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you um can you tell our uh listening and and by the way you are listening to B Radio uh, Lifestyle Radio our number is five one six four five three nine one one zero if you have a question press one and we will catch you in we have Tammy Harper our guest for the evening um, giving us some tips on how to organize our life uh, be motivated how to get things done. She's given out quite a few uh, really good tips um, on how to kind of schedule your life. And what would you say? I said, thank you. (laughs) Uh, uh, What? In in the last, uh, you know, we have about 15 more minutes. Can you give a brief, like, what, what has been one of the lowest points in your life and how did you get out of it? Hmm. Well, let's see. One of the lowest points was um, when Gabby's twin passed away. And one of the reasons why I was so low is because, (laughs) well, uh, I'll be very transparent. So I met the father of my child in January. And I was pregnant in June. And found out I had twins in August. And found in September, Mm -hmm. one of the twins wasn't growing. And October 31st on Halloween, the boy twin had passed away. And Mm -hmm. then my child was born December 5th. So remind you guys, January to December, all in one year, all of this happened. So it was very low when the twin passed because I really was so excited. Twins do run in my family. And, uh, I was so excited that God picked me to be the mom of the twins, you know. So, yeah, I was devastated when I found out that the twin had passed. 
And uh, and then when my daughter came early, 10 weeks early, then she's in the NICU for 10 weeks. So you have to, like, pump mm. at home, go to the hospital every day, go back home. So you're visiting your child at the hospital for two months. Wow. But the blessing was, they're like, well, if she can eat on her own, check. If she can, if she grows to, was it, four pounds or whatever she had to grow to, I can't remember right now, check. So she could, like, breathe on her own, eat on her own, and grow to four pounds, and she could come home. And she did. And who would have nice. 17 years later, she's danced for Janet Jackson, She's danced on World of Dance where they won. Not the World of Dance on TV, but the World of Dance um, for whatever it was. It's the same company, but it's not that one, the televised TV show where her dance won, like, first place. But stuff like that. Um, You know, because when you have a child that's two pounds, two ounces, like, you know, we would go back to the hospital Christmas parties, and here's this child with a, um, this child's in a wheelchair. This child has Coke bottle glasses because they can't really see, or this child has hearing aids, mm-hmm. child on a breathing tube, and she was just all the way okay, you know. And so I mean, yeah. all the way okay because she is a phenomenal yeah. dancer. Okay. And last time I talked to Gab, she said she's going to L.A. or New York. What did she say? New York or California? Yeah, she wants to go to New York um, to go to a dance conservatory and study musical theater as well. And then she just went to an Alvin Ailey master class. She's like, Mom, maybe I should should apply for their summer program. Could you imagine? Yeah, I can imagine. You know, and so usually when stuff like that happens, I think it was Joel Osteen who said, you don't know going forward, you only know looking back. So every time I would look Mm. back, even though I broke up with her dad on her first birthday. <laughs> so I've been apart from her dad for 16 years, but I was like, know him, know her. He's a seed. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. it's like it's so to me, when we going, going back way back, when I talked about the attitude of gratitude, that's the key to get you out of anything. My child is alive. Number one, I have health insurance. So she's in the hospital. I Yes, I was in a lot of pains. I forgot to take my pain medication. I, when I left her in the hospital, I totally forgot. And I was in excruciating pain. <laughs> that was a low, excruciating pain. But all of that was, yeah, here she is, you know. And so that's how I get out of a lot of lows is go to the space of gratitude. Like my dad died five days, three days before his birthday and five days before Christmas. And uh, 13 days before my birthday. So I'm like, dang, Nevin, you know, my dad isn't here. But guess what I got? So much love. So much love. Mm-hmm. I, like when mom came to town for the memorial, she's like, you are glowing. I said, it's the glow of a love. Just like Luther. Hey, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I was jam-packed <laughs> with love. You know, <laughs> so even mm-hmm. though. Yes, my dad had passed away, and yes, I'm sad for my birthday, but I got so much love, still getting lots of love. January's been a phenomenal month, you know. It has been a major month for you. Uh, yeah, happy, happy birthday. Well, your birthday was what, uh, January? It was January 3rd. Yeah, so my dad's January birthday was the 3rd. Yeah, his birthday was December 23rd. He died December 20th. I was like, dang, have it. 
he didn't make it to his birthday. But I was a daddy's girl, too. You know what I mean? So, you know, I know he's with me. I know he's proud of me. You know, we're like kindred spirits. Mm. So I just know he's up there with our ancestors, having the time of his life, you know, pain-free, mm-hmm. not restricted to mm-hmm. a bed and all that junk, you know? He's free. And so... That's why when you ask, have I always been like this? I've always been like this. <laughs> I've always been like this since I was a kid. My mom passed when I was three. And I sat there next to my dad like, yeah, this is my dad. Watch out. But I also started reading at three and started playing the piano at three after my mom passed. You know, so. Oh, you play. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know you played the piano. You are just a whole prodigy. <laughs> um, so. If anybody wants to, like, reach out to you and, you know, sign up for lessons because you teach vocal lessons, you teach piano lessons, you um, do studio recording, you coach music, you do weddings, funerals, live performances, bands, how does one get in in contact with Tam Tunes? Well, you can always start with going on IG. Uh, Tam Tunes, T-A-M for Tammy, T-U-N-E-S, Tunes for Melody. So if you go to IG, Tam Tunes, go to Facebook, Tam Tunes. You can also go to Tammy Harper, T-A-M-M-Y, and then H-A-R-P-E-R, and look for me on Facebook. If you want to send an email, it's just Tam Tunes 1, the number 1, TamTunes1 at gmail.com. And um, I'm happy to talk to you about anything you want to talk about, music-related, you know, life-related. Because sometimes you know you recognize when you're someone who wants to go to the left and everybody else wants to go to the right. And you may just need somebody to walk with you to the left. You know, I could be one of those people for you. And especially, you know, musically, my my music lessons are very, very reasonable on purpose. Because I want as many people mm. as possible to learn how to play the piano and learn how to sing. So that is very reasonable for anybody. And even if it's you and your child or two children or three children, there's still room. You know, I have room for more students. Um, and I have an annual spring recital. So if you get in now, you could be in the recital, which is probably going to be in April, I'm thinking, as well. Are you... Um... I know that you put on a concert that we went to. You put your own concert on at Oh yeah. At a I, <laughs> I have another one of those coming up, but I I don't know what day. She gave me some potential dates. This is at the Academy Theater in Hapeville. Um, yeah, it's just me on stage, me and my keys and my microphone singing and playing and interacting with the audience and um yeah, she gave me some dates from March, April, and May, but I got to see which one I shall choose. And then when I do, you know, if you're following me on Tam Tunes on IG or Tam Tunes and the Gents, Gents is short for gentlemen, G-E-N-T-S, um, then I'll put it up there if I do have, um, you know, a show or something like that. And I would love for you to come. My ticket prices are reasonable as well. So you can have a great experience. And- <laughs> it is a great experience. Antonio and I went to your first show, and it was extremely entertaining. Thank Extreme. you. Definitely. She is Definitely. an entertainer extraordinaire. 
Thank you. I appreciate y'all. I really do. Thank you. All right. We're going into um, the last five minutes. Uh, Queen Missouri, you want to tell us again what your show is going to be about this Tuesday coming up again? All right. So this Tuesday on My Health, My Mind and Body radio show, we will be talking about hair care, uh, scalp care, alopecia, you know, the do's and don'ts of, you know, getting your hair right if you wanted to grow it long, just really just to, you know, to be, make it healthy. You know, 2024 is about being healthy. So just to make it healthy. So we'll have tips and all types of things uh, and discussing all those things on Tuesday. Awesome. And they can find you again on Instagram, Facebook. Okay, so on Instagram, you can well every you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and on Facebook and YouTube under Ms. Missouri Music. So you can find me on all all of those platforms forums under Ms. Missouri Music. Can you please spell awesome. it? Oh, want to follow you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> M as in Mike, Z as in zebra. Mm-hmm. Dot period, and then uh, Missouri. So N is in November. Z U R I. And then music. Yes, ma'am. I just followed you, too, as well, Tammy. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. DJ Sean, what's your show coming up? What you got going? Uh, Tomorrow night, an artist from out of Chicago. And then uh, Sunday night, uh, I have the... um, 80s group Sky, all three sisters will be with me on Sunday night show. Awesome. How do we follow you? Uh, Google. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, sorry. I mean, I have social media, but I can't remember everything. It's the way my brain is set up. But uh, is a uh, um. The <laughs> DJ Sean, or you can hit DJ Sean and that's S-H-A-U-N, or the Hilltop Radio Show. Yeah. Google that as well, too. Is your pop-up. Gotcha. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And Antonio, do you have anything coming up, or how can we follow you? How can the listeners follow you? Uh, You can follow me at uh, Tonyosmusic.com, the C-O-N-I-O-S music.com on IG I am Antonio's music and on Facebook of Antonio.magaha he brought light All skin right. back for 2024 y'all Thank you, Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> did you, you did you hear it's in the song light skin still in yep that's what he that's but I'm saying he brought it back song. strong. He brought it back strong for 2024. I just want to say thank you. Yeah. All right, and if anyone out there want to locate me, I am at becomingexcellentb.com is what my website. Becoming Excellent B on Instagram, Facebook, X, formerly known as Twitter, TikTok. All those things. Not on Snapchat, though, because I think that's for the younger generation. Yeah, I don't use that either. I don't even know how that works. (laughs) Me either. The kids at school are like, you on Snapchat? I'm like, no, and I wouldn't give it to you. Anyway, right. 
<laughs> well, thank you again, Tammy, for uh, joining us on uh, Be Lifestyle Radio. We really appreciate all the nuggets. I got a lot out of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm glad you made time for for the show. And we just wish many, many blessings, many, many more blessings. Have fun at the Grammy. Thank you. you yes, have fun. Meeting Thank you. Anybody? Yeah. Have a great time, and I'm sure you'll come back with a lot of fun stories. Yeah. So we're gonna sign off for the night, and we just appreciate all the listeners, everyone who came on. Thank you so much for joining me. We'll be back next Wednesday with our Black History Month, Tamara Madison. Two Tammy's. Tamara Madison, <laughs> poet extraordinaire, will be in the house next Wednesday. All right. Signing off. Good night. Good night. Good night.